Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. everyone. This is Saturday, October 14th, 2017, and welcome to episode number 75 of the WCWS Radio Network's weekly review show. This is WCWS Power Hour. <clears throat> I am once again Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you. Uh, right now, flying a little bit solo, hopefully we'll have, some, we'll have one of our uh, folks in here momentarily. In the meantime, of course, just a brief rundown. We'll, of course, talk about uh, on this day here in wrestling history. Plus, also, we'll be running down what took place on all of our shows this week. Excuse me, here in the WWS Radio Network. And also, of course, we'll be bringing you a rundown of all the downloads that we did receive this week, courtesy of TalkShoe.com. If you like, to, if you care to join us here this this uh, evening, here, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, chime in on anything that we have to talk about here today. On Power Hour episode 75, uh, please feel free to <clears throat> give us a call. Phone number, as always, is 1724-444-7444. Call ID 141-364-POUND. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything that you wish to talk about here uh, this evening. Let's go ahead and start uh, start our run here today of Power Hour episode 75. As we just go ahead and start off with our rest in history here for today, October the 14th. Some very interesting moments here, folks. Um, let's go ahead and see what we have here on tap. Uh, 28 years ago today, we put it at 1989, excuse me, in Providence, Rhode Island, Tito Santana defeated Rick Martel to win the 1989 King of the Ring Tournament. Other participants included Akeem, who of course was known also as One Man Gang, Brutus Beefcake, the late Hercules Hernandez, Jim Neidhart, the Warlord, Butch Miller of the head of the Bushwhackers, the late Bad News Brown, Bill Woods, Luke Williams, also of the Bushwhackers, Nikolai Volkov, the late Jimmy Snuka, the Barbarian, Haku, and Terry Taylor. Uh, let's see. Yes. Uh, Fifteen years ago today, we put it at 2002, 
On Monday Night Raw from Montreal, Chris Jericho and Christian defeated the Hurricane and Kane to win the WWE Tag Team titles. Uh, 11 years ago today, we put it at 2006, at CZW Last Team Standing from Philadelphia, the Kings of Wrestling, Chris Hero and Claudio Casaganoli, who of course is now known as Cesaro, defeated the H8 Club, Justice Payne and Human Tornado, who was substituting for Nick Gage, to win the CZW World Tag Team titles. At the time of their win, Duo had now had tag team titles in CZW, Chikara, and Ring of Honor all at the same time. <clears throat> Ten years ago here today, I put it at 2007, TNA presented Bound for Glory from the Gwinnett Center in Duluth, Georgia. Here are some of the matches that took place at Bound for Glory that year. In a pre-show dark match, the Motor City Machine Guns, of course, Chris Saban and Alex Shelley, defeated Joey Matthews and Johnny Swinger. In another pre-show dark match, Miss, Miss Brooks defeated Shafay. Oh, I don't know how you pronounce it. Here are the actual matches that took place here at Battle of Glory. The Latin American Exchange, Homicide and Hernandez, defeated Triple X, Sinchi and Elix Skipper, Skipper, in an Ultimate X match to become the number one contenders for the TNA World Tag Team titles. Eric Young, defeated Robert Roode, James Storm, B.G. James, Kip James, Lance Hoyt, Jimmy Rave, Chris Harris, Chris Saban, Alex Shelley, Kaz, Petey Williams, Junior Fatu, who was, of course, known as Rikishi, Havoc, Sharkboy, and Sanjay Dutt in a fight for the right reverse battle royal. A.J. Styles and Tomko defeated Truth and Consequences, Ron Killings and Consequences Creed, of course, Consequences Creed is now known as Xavier Woods, collectively called Team Pac-Man with Adam Pac-Man Jones <clears throat> to win the TNA World Tag Team titles. <coughs> Jay Lethal defeated Christopher Daniels to retain the TNA X Division title. The Steiner brothers, both Rick and Scott, defeated Team 3D, Brother Ray and Brother Devon in a two-out-of-three tables match. <clears throat> Gail Kim defeated Roxy Laveau to become the first TNA Knockouts champion. Other participants in the Gauntlet Battle Royal included Tracy Brooks, Shelly Martinez, Jackie Moore, Chrissy Hemme, Austin Kong, Angel Williams, Talia Madison, and ODB. Samoa Joe defeated Christian Cage with Matt Morgan as the special enforcer. Abyss defeated Raven, Rhino, and Black Rain, who of course was known as Goldust, in a Monsters Ball match. And Sting defeated Kurt Angle to win the TNA World Heavyweight title. Eight years ago today, put it at 2009, Louis Vincent Albano, known to many many fans as Captain Lou Albano, sadly died of a massive heart attack in his home in Westchester County, New York. He was 76. Here's a little bit of history on Captain Lou. Born July 29, 1933, to Italian-American parents in Rome, Italy, Lou was one of nine children in their family, four of whom would die before adulthood. Albano was a two-sport athlete in high school 
and was captain of the football team, which is how he got the nickname that would stick with him through his entire career. He received full scholarship offers from over 30 different schools before deciding on the University of Tennessee. However, poor behavior and cheating on a final exam got him kicked out of college. He joined the Army, but an injury from his childhood aggravated from his football playing got him honorably discharged after just eight months. Against his his father's wishes, Lou tried his hand at boxing, but through family friend and distant cousin Lou Duva, yes, the same, of course, Lou Duva that trained Roddy Piper at WrestleMania (coughs) 2, Captain Lou tried wrestling at the suggestion of boxing promoter and future WWF president Willie Glitzenberg. Trained by Soldier Barry, Albano broke into the wrestling business in 1952. Beginning as babyface leaping Lou Albano, he became more established after getting cut on his forehead in a non-wrestling-related incident. Lou purposely decided not to let the scar heal, and the Mount Vernon Mauler was born. Glitzenberg then introduced Albano to Capital Wrestling Corporation's Vincent Mann Sr., a relationship that would run for the remainder of his career. His success was minimal, but found success on the tag team circuit with Tony Altamar, winning tag team championships in 1961 and 1967. Lou also found himself in a bit of hot water, as Albano and Altamar were portraying a Sicilian Mafia gimmick, and the actual Chicago Mafia got caught wind of it, and were asked not to refer themselves as Mafia. In 1970, Bruno Martino suggested that Albano would be better served as a manager, as he was limited as a wrestler, but gold on the microphone. The decision would end the 10-year tag team partnership with Altamar, but the two remained close friends until Tony's death in 2003. Albano's first managerial job was with promising wrestler Oscar Crusher Verdue. Albano's ability to rile up audiences led to a massive Square Garden main event in June 1970. The event would be a sellout for the building at the time the first in five years for a wrestling event. The feud brought consecutive record-breaking gates for the Garden, and although Verdi would be shifted to the background, it put the bombastic Albano on the map as the top heel manager in the WWWF. Lou was the manager for Ivan Koloff when he ended the seven-year championship run of Bruno San Martino. After the match, Koloff and Albano were rushed out of the building to a nearby cab as the crowd, which was silent in the moments immediately after the bout, began to riot. An angry mob surrounded the cab, so Albano, his wife, and a family friend rushed to a nearby bar, and the angry mob threw mud and objects at the bar. It caused Vince McMahon Sr. some $27,000 in damages, over $150,000 a day, so it was a lot of damage, but it proved Albano was, was one heck of a heat magnet. Koloff would lose the WWF title just three weeks later, and Lou would never again manage a world heavyweight champion, despite spending more than a decade trying to do so. He would manage a pair of intercontinental champions in both Don Morocco and Greg Valentine, and manage 15 teams to the WWF tag team titles, including the Valiant Brothers, the Wild Samoans, the Black Jacks, the Moondogs, the U.S. Express, the British Bulldogs, and the Head Shrinkers. Albano's wrestling career high came in the 1980s as a part of the Rock and Wrestling Connection. Albano, after meeting Cindy Lauper and through the suggestion of Lauper's manager David Wolf, appeared in the Girls Just Want to Have Fun video as the singer's father. 
his character would carry over to WWF television where Albano would run down Lawper's success and Cindy hit Lou with a purse. The duo settled their differences via proxies at the brawl to end it all in July of 1984. The Wendy Richter Fabulous Moolah match, which was also for the WWF women's title, would be the most watched show in MTV history at the time. Lawper's charge Richter defeated Albano's charge Moolah via the loaded purse of doom. Around the time of the event, Albano became involved in multiple charities, most notably those dealing with multiple sclerosis. His away from the ring involvement with rival Lawper turned in face pretty much by default after more than 30 years as a heel. While giving an award to Lawper, Lou and David Wolf were tapped by Cowboy Bob Orton and Roddy Piper with Hulk Hogan breaking up the fracas. The events would lead to Albano getting back in the ring at the war to settle the score in January 1985, which would in turn lead to the first WrestleMania a couple of months later. Lou would leave the WWF in 1986, but returned briefly in 1994, but would make many television and movie appearances into the 1990s, most famously as Mario on the Super Mario Brothers Super Show based on the Super Mario Brothers series of video games. He had cameos on 227, A Dude, Miami Vice, and a recurring spot on the 1980s version of Hollywood Squares. He played a bad guy version of himself in the wrestling movie Body Slam and has a role in, the, in Wise Guys. In addition to appearing in Girls Just Want to Have Fun, Captain Lou would appear in three other Cindy Lauper music videos, and Cindy would write the foreword while Bono's autobiography often imitated, never duplicated, in 2008. Lou, at the time of his death, he was survived by his wife of 56 years, Jerry, who he stayed faithful to a rarity among wrestlers of his, who he stayed faithful to, which was a rarity among wrestlers of his era, four children and 14 grandchildren. Albano is a member of the WWE Hall of Fame class of 1996, the Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame class of 2009, and the Wrestling Observer Newsletter Hall of Fame class of 2012. Six years ago today, put it at 2011, WWE SmackDown surpasses Gunspoke for the second most episodes by a weekly episode TV series ever with 624. They celebrate with a 41-man battle royal, the largest in WWE history. Randy Orton wins, last eliminating The Miz to earn a championship match of his choosing. In the main event, Randy Orton defeats Mark Henry by DQ in a World Heavyweight title match. Henry retains the title. Five years ago today, put it at 2012, TNA presents Battle for Glory from the Grand Canyon Arena in Phoenix, Arizona. And here are some of the matches that took place at that event. RVD defeated Zima Ion to win the X Division title. Samoa Joe defeated Magnus to retain the, T- the TNA TV title. James Storm defeated Bobby Roode in the Thaw's Count Anywhere match with King Moe as special enforcer. Joey Ryan defeated Al Snow. Chavo Guerrero and Hernandez defeated AJ Styles and Kurt Angle and the team of Christopher Daniels and Kazarian in a three-way match to win the TNA World Tag Team titles. Tara defeated Miss Tessmacher to win the TNA Women's Knockout Championship. 
post match, Tara debuted her boyfriend, quotation marks, Jesse Goddard's of of uh, Big Brother fame, of course, the show Big Brother from CBS. Aces and Eights defeated Bully Ray and Sting in a no DQ tag team match, and Jeff Hardy defeated Austin Aries to win the TNA World Heavyweight title. Four years ago today, which would put it at 2013, on Monday Night Raw from St. Louis, Missouri, Cody Rhodes and Goldust defeated The Shield, Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins, to win the WWE Tag Team titles. Today is a happy 38th, 38th birthday to former WWE diva and WCW Nitro girl turned dancer and actress Stacy Keebler. Born in Rosedale, Maryland, Keebler took up dancing, ballet, and jazz at an early age. Growing up, she would get small modeling and acting gigs. At just age 18, Keebler became a cheerleader for the Baltimore Ravens. She attended Townsend University on a partial scholarship, studying mass communication. Stacy broke into the wrestling business in 1999 by entering a contest to become a WCW Nitro Girl. She bested over 300 other prospects for the spot and also $10,000. As Nitro Girl Sky, she was doing triple duty, dancing, cheerleading, and attending school full-time. Keebler would be, become more prominent on WCW programming as Miss Hancock, the manager of Standards and Practices, who was the team of Lenny Lane and Lodi. But it's her sexual dancing that got her noticed. During that time, she came up with what would be her signature ring entrance, stepping through the middle rope with a longer than necessary bend. It was a breeze, according to her 42-inch legs. Keebler is 5'11". Keebler would briefly date David Flair, both on and off screen, leading the feuds with Kimberly Page, Daphne, and Major Guns. The feud featured an infamous pregnancy angle in which Stacey was kicked in the stomach, causing a miscarriage. She was taken off television shortly after breaking up with David Flair. She would return under her real name until WCW's closing in March of 2001. Stacy would be retained by the WWF in the buyout and debuted that summer in Baltimore as a distraction for Rhino during a hardcore match against Test. Later that summer, Stacy would team with real-life BFF Tory Wilson as part of the Alliance Group and would later manage the Dudley Boys. After the partnership with the Dudleys ended, Stacy would chase Trish Stratus in the WWF Women's Title, but would never defeat Stratus in a match. Stacy briefly became Vince McMahon's personal assistant, on-screen mistress, following the 2002 WWE Draft, where she landed on the SmackDown roster, but was phased out that summer when Stephanie McMahon became SmackDown General Manager. Stacy would would move to Raw first as the marketing agent for Test, then the marketing agent for Scott Steiner. Which became, more, which became more than a business relationship, of course, on screen. Eventually, Keebler would become the unwilling assistant for Steiner and Test, but would be freed from the contract after Mick Foley fired both Test and Steiner. Keebler and Jackie Gata would feud with Tory Wilson and Sable over being passed over by Playboy magazine in the run-up to WrestleMania 20. In reality, Stacey twice turned down Playboy to pose nude, with Stacey... Team losing to Tory and Sable at the event. 
Stacey would score upset wins over Gail Kim, Trish Stratus, and Molly Holly, including pinning Trish on consecutive Raws, but could not defeat Stratus for the title at No Mercy in October. Stacey would appear in backstage segments with Randy Orton, would be on the business end of an RKO this week before Orton's bout with The Undertaker at WrestleMania 21. Stacey's last major storyline with Raw was as Super Stacey as part of a superhero trio with the Hurricane and the superhero in training, Rosie. Keeper feuded with Victoria and singles in mixed tag bouts. In August 2005, Stacey would be moved to SmackDown and did mostly bikini and lingerie contests. Her bout with Jillian Hall on Velocity would turn out to be her last. She left WWE temporarily, then permanently in July 2006 to compete on Dancing with the Stars, where she and partner Tony Dovolani finished third to Jerry Rice and Drew Lachey. During the season, Judge Bruno Tonioli dubbed Stacy the weapon of mass seduction. Kibo's first major acting role came on the ABC series What About Brian in 2007. She has also made guest appearances on George Lopez, How I Met Your Mother, Psych, Chuck, Blue Mountain State, Punk, and the 2011 reboot of WWE Tough Enough, Stacey also had appearances in motion pictures Bubble Boy and The Comebacks. In 2013, Stacey hosted her first reality show, Supermarket Superstar, with a Lifetime Network. At the height of her popularity, Stacey was one of the most sought-after women in the world, winning WWE Diva of the Year in 2004, making the Maxim Hot 100 every year from 2006 to 2012, peaking at number five following her Dancing with the Stars run in 06, appearing, appeared in FHM's 100 Sexiest Women List in 2008, and was the fitness editor for Stuff Magazine in 2005 and 2006, occasionally pinning her own column. After a relationship with George Stoltz and George Clooney, Keebler married CEO Jared Probert, I guess how you pronounce it, in March of 2014. The couple have one child together, Ava Grace, who was born in August of 2014. So happy 38th birthday to Stacey Keebler today. So there it is, ladies and gentlemen, your wrestling history, and, and the one birthday there for today, October October the 14th. Uh, 1-724-444-7444, call ID <clears throat> One four one three six four pound. This is, of course, episode seventy five of WWS Power Hour. Of course, for uh, Saturday, October fourteenth, two thousand and seventeen. I'm, of course, once again, Mister WWS Chad Inshaw, back on the line here with you. <coughs> and hopefully, we're awaiting the arrival of some of our of a couple of our folks here here in the uh, here in the radio network, including the Iceman. Jerry Geronimo or King um, NWO Duarte Smith, but we have not heard from anyone here as of yet. I'm um, not sure what's going on with that, but uh, hopefully they'll be back on here really, really soon. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and run down here. Uh, and uh, since apparently we're not, I'm not seeing, I'm not, I'm not seeing. Uh, uh, any. Um, <clears throat> Any um, none of our folks on here right now, so let's just go ahead and, like I said, I'll go ahead and run down here 
some uh, reviews here of what took place here this week. Of course, we will definitely start off this past, uh, of course, this this past Sunday, of course, with our prediction show for Hell in a Cell. Uh, uh, like I said, uh, I unfortunately we did have a brief appearance by the Ice Manager that you all know, but we didn't. Uh, while other folks apparently could not make it due to other other um, conflicts, uh, but I did run down, of course, uh, predictions made by the previous week by the Iceman and also the Human Suplex Machine. Also, the last kicker, Anne-Marie Rickenbach, also brought us her uh, predictions um, <clears throat> in prior to the prediction show. Uh, we talked about in a little bit of detail about uh, everything that took place, but we hope, we hope that it would take place. But all in all, the prediction show did turn out to be real good. And, of course, like I said, we would talk about it, of course, later on during our promo here later that night. Uh, we would not get an update on, I think, the final two matches until the very next day. But other than that, the prediction show did turn out to be very good. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, of course, our prediction shows take place whenever WWE has another pay-per-view scheduled. We will always have it. Of course, the next one will be coming up here, not tomorrow, but next Sunday, the 20, uh, 22nd, uh, for, of course, uh, WWE TLC. And uh, we'll be definitely have some stuff to talk about then. Of course, it's always a special edition of the Mothership Broadcast, WWS Revolution. So be listening in for that there as well. Next up here, ladies and gentlemen, of course, it was I was not able to be on this show, but, uh, of course, we did have WWS Brawl Radio <clears throat> this past Monday, uh, Monday afternoon. Uh, I did hear that the Iceman and the Human Suplex Machine. Um, I do believe. I do also believe that uh, Fonzie popped on as well. Um, I'm not sure about King and W.O. or the Black Widow, but I know I'm sure they did talk about it in great detail about what took place at the Hell in Cell pay-per-view the night before. Uh, they did also bring you some wrestling news and views. John did bring you, of course, wrestling history and birthdays from last weekend and also from this past Monday. Also, of course, they did run down uh, their thoughts and predictions for the main event and also the ratings for this past Monday night's Raw, which, of course, I did actually find was also, of course, part of that mix there as well. Uh, but other than that, Raw Radio, like I said, was a very good show indeed. And, of course, they'll be back on this coming um, Monday afternoon right here on Talk Show. We'll talk more about that during our promo tomorrow night. Next up here, of course, uh, WWS Wrestling Revisited. Uh, we will, I'll talk a little bit more detail about that here in just a moment. Uh, but um, I'll explain that but we did not have Wrestling Revisited um, this past Tuesday night, but I will explain though here just in just in a couple of moments. We did, however, did have episode 399 of the Mothership Broadcast Revolution, where, of course, we did talk about myself, the Iceman, the Human Suplex Machine, and I do believe uh, Fonzie and also Ann joined us for that. Uh, we did talk about what took place on Raw this past Monday night. Uh, did bring in the latest press and news and views. Also, John did bring you, of course, uh, history and birthdays for that Tuesday. Um, and, of course, uh, uh, JD and John and Fonzie did bring you, of course, their thoughts and opinions about, about Monday Night Raw and and John did not, J.D. and John and Fonda did not leave anything behind. It was a real big-time show. So, 
as you're geared up for, of course, the big moment here. We'll talk about that here in just a moment, in just a brief moment. But, of course, Revolution, Teaching Edition Revolution was entertaining here this, this past Tuesday night. And, of course, we'll be back on next Tuesday as well. More about that tomorrow. Next up here, ladies and gentlemen, of course, I did mention some. I did mention about WCW US Wrestling Revisited. Like I said, normally it is on Tuesday nights, but due to a prior, due to a conflict, Wrestling Revisited was moved to uh, Wednesday afternoon. It was done early Wednesday afternoon. Uh, I do believe I do believe JD did 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 do that show alone. I'm not sure. Um, I think we did have. Uh, I think. We did have some folks to pop on there. I think King and W.O. or uh, John one actually popped on with that. I'm not sure, but of course they did. JD did also talk about the. Uh, I did a review of the DVD that came out not too long ago about WWE Hall of Famer Ricky Dragon Steamboat. Um, talked about a lot of the matches. Uh, of course, as part of that DVD, and of course, just overall what he's been a part of over the years. But Wrestling Revisited, of course, Special Edition was a great show. But like I say, it will be back on this coming Tuesday night before the Tuesday edition of Revolution. Just to let you know that. Also, a little difference, ladies and gentlemen, in our regular uh, Triple Threat uh, Wednesday lineup. Uh, this past uh, Wednesday night, of course, you might notice a little bit of a difference with Outside the Ropes. Uh, I was not on there due to I was um, still suffering from a so severe allergies and severe, uh, severe cold, and I was I was asked to to uh, try to get some rest here and all. Especially, like I said, with of course a big moment popping up, popping on later in the evening. So the Iceman JD Jerry Geronimo had did step up and did did take the reins of this past Wednesday's edition of Outside the Ropes. I had a lot to talk about here this evening, uh, this past Wednesday night. The human suplex machine, John Gross, did also come on and assist. Uh, JD also took my role in conducting the movie trivia challenge. He did it right there on John, and said John did pretty darn good with that. So uh, I do thank JD and John once again for uh, <clears throat> for handling the reins here, of course, of outside the ropes this past Wednesday night. I am greatly appreciative of that. <coughs> uh, as we continue our Triple Threat Wednesday, of course, uh, J.D. did, of course, uh, make, it, make it through to uh, WCWS Wrestling Debate. I do believe it was him and King N.W.O. that did make it on. Um, um, I did hear King N.W.O. was also a little bit under the weather, but he was able to make it on um, and do some big-time discussions and debates about everything going on. Of course, with Raw, SmackDown, of course, Hell in a Cell this past Sunday, um, TLC coming up. I'm sure there was a lot of talk about that. But, uh, of course, remember, ladies and gentlemen, but, of course, all, all in all, Wrestling Debate was a, I did go back and listen to it. It was a real good show indeed. But, uh, but of course, Wrestling Debate, every Wednesday night right here on Talk Show, the NWO Madness Kingdom brings some big-time discussions and debates about everything going on in wrestling. <clears throat> Of course, more discussion on that here coming up in our promo tomorrow night. And ladies and gentlemen, I did make it back on here for what was a monumental occasion as finally the, the Mothership broadcast, WWS Revolution, finally hit episode number 400. Uh, of course, Tuesday's Revolution, I forgot to mention, we did do that from, 
from from uh, WWWFUS, beginning of history, the live video. Uh, episode 400, we did it from the main, of course, Revolution Radio Facebook page itself. Uh, of course, we did bring you our thoughts and opinions about what took place on SmackDown Live and also Hell in a Cell this past Sunday. Of course, also more wrestling news and views and more history and birthdays did pop up as well. Uh, also, we did have uh, 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 JD and John, JD John. I do believe Fonzie did pop up on us, pop up with us again. And of course, they uh, let the fur fly on a lot of topics here, folks. And of course, we did. We were able to squeeze in a couple of games of wrestling Jeopardy in there as well. Uh, all in all. Episode 400 turned out to be a very big success, and of course it would. And of course, I also have WWS faithful. That's you, the listeners, for of course helping us make it happen and to keep revolution, keep revolution, and all of our shows going strong. Hopefully, we get a lot more of our shows back on the air here really, really soon. But in the meantime, I uh, do thank you for, like I said, for for keeping us going, especially with the mothership broadcast. Of course, the longest. The longest, of course, the first and longest running show here at the WWS Radio Network. Of course, like I said, now 400 episodes strong. I do thank y'all very much for keeping us for keeping us rocking and rolling there, ladies and gentlemen. Next up here, this past Thursday night, uh, uh, Top Heel Inc. Uh, King and W.O. was still under the weather, so unfortunately they did not have an episode of Top Heel Inc. But we'll hope to have that episode back up and running uh, this coming Thursday night. We did make it on here, of course, with WWS, I'm sorry, NWO Wolfpack, which we did film from the uh, WWUS NXTNG video vault. Um, of course, uh, we did have uh, uh, the Iceman and also the Human Suplex, Human Suplex Machine, and also uh, 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 Fonzie was not able to make it on, but we did have a visit from the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, pop on here as well. Uh, we did get, but John did have to leave a little, a little bit early uh, that Thursday night, so JD and Michelle did take part in a big time game of wrestling Jeopardy, and uh, of course both of them uh, did very very well with that as well. Of course, as always, more wrestling news and views. Of course, with history and birthdays, uh, some more big time talking as well. Uh, other than that, it was a great show indeed, and of course Wolfpack, of course, continues to stay strong here. We're talking right now, episode 118, but of course, like I said, Wolfpack will one of these days reach the same level as, of course, Revolution herself. So we hope to keep her going here as, as many times as we possibly can here, folks. And of course, that's every Thursday night right here on Talk Tune. We'll get more on that tomorrow night. And of course, last night, of course, our Friday edition of Revolution. Uh, of course, uh, myself and the human surface machine, John Gross, started the show here uh, with, of course, uh, with, with I did bring a few pieces of wrestling news, but J.D. did not make it on until a little bit later in the evening. Um, I did throw out a few pieces of wrestling news, of course, including uh, talk about the possibility of a champion versus champion match at Survivor Series, and also there was some talk about uh, uh, Finn Balor possibly wanting uh, uh, MMA star Conor McGregor to fight at WrestleMania. Although they're saying that they're kind of shot that rumor down, but they said, you know, anything could possibly happen with that. Uh, also, also, of course, uh, 
uh, John did actually when when of course JD popped on. John did also come on the line as well, uh, and JD and John did take part in a another riveting round of wrestling Jeopardy. It was a great round indeed. Uh, all in all, Revolution number four hundred and one was uh, was was uh, spectacular as well. <clears throat> and of course, like I said, we'll be we'll have more to uh, to for all of our shows here when we talk about it in our promo here uh, tomorrow night right here on TalkShoot.com. And folks, there you have it. There, of course, we're doing Power Hour right now. So, um, folks, there you have it. There with our rundown of all of our shows here this past week here in the WWS Radio Network. Let's give you this out one more time before we head on to our talk show downloads. 1724-444-7444. Call ID 141-364-POUND. This is episode 75 of WWS Power Hour. Of course, this is Saturday, October 14th, 2017. Mr. WWS, Chad Hinchell, back on the line here with you. And uh, right now, just flying solo, uh, just waiting on uh, if we'll have anybody pop on here. Um, it doesn't seem like that, you know we'll, we'll we'll have anybody, but that's okay. Uh, we're almost done here anyway, so we'll be coming out here really soon. Uh, let's hope, like I said, we have some. We end Power Hour with some riveting numbers for, uh, of course, all of our downloads here this past week. Oh, by the way, last night's revolution did stem from future of WWS. Uh, so, by all means, always watch, go back and you can always go back and watch the videos on on. That we that I do on a lot of our group pages, in addition to going to talkshoot.com and uh, listening to a lot of the shows there as well. So feel free to go back and listen. Do that anytime here, folks. If you ever want to, uh, <clears throat> we'd love to get your thoughts about everything here that we talk about as well. All right, folks. Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and run down everything here. First off, let's start with WWS outside the ropes. Let's see how JD and John did with this, of course, in my absence here this past uh, Wednesday night. And, of course, uh, this is, uh, let's see here. Uh, this was updated last night at 10, 12 p.m. Uh, we do have one download for outside the ropes, so we got we got some, you got to start slow here. Oh, you know, always got to start slow here, folks. So hopefully we'll have some uh, bigger numbers here coming up here real soon. Uh, just remember, Wrestling Revisited was this past Wednesday. Of course, normally on Tuesday night. Let's see how let's see how Wrestling Revisited did here this week. And Wrestling Revisited got some interesting numbers. They ended up with uh, three so far. The numbers are starting to rise up here a little bit, folks. For hope, like I said, the same can be said for all of our other shows here too. Because ever since, like as I've been talking about, since the last week of next, the last week of August, when we suffered that, uh, when we suffered from that, what I call the talk shoe crisis, from being down for so long, um, I feared, we feared that you know that might have been a factor, and I kind of affected things. But, but definitely, like I said. Uh, but it looks like we might be recovering a little bit here. Uh, wrestling debate. Let's see how we did here. We've got one download for wrestling debate. That's good. That's good. So, so like I said, folks, we always have to start small all the time uh, with this. So, just but just bear with us here, folks. And like I said, we will we'll definitely strive. We're definitely strive and thrive to bring you some of the best here in 
and wrestling talk each and every week here in the radio network. Let's see, WWS Raw Radio, let's see, and I'm sure J.D. would love to be on here to hear this. Let's see uh, how Raw Radio did here this week. And so far, we don't have any numbers for Raw Radio, but I'm sure that number will change here. Let's see how the Wolfpack did here this week. So far, Wolfpack does not have any numbers listed. Um, let's see how Revolution is doing. Now, the Revolution, of course, obviously, like I said, I'm sure we'll have, we'll hopefully we'll have some decent, some good numbers here with the fact, like I said, that we hit, that we finally are past the 400 mark. Uh, well, hopefully, like I said, we'll have some, uh, hopefully, like I said, we'll have some, some, some big-time numbers here indeed. Because ever since, like I said, the beginning of September, um, we haven't really had a whole lot of uh, we haven't had a whole lot of episodes uh, downloaded at all, uh, and we've got three episodes. We got uh, remember, like I said, they haven't counted last night's episode because we were still doing it at the time they were doing this. So the three episodes would count the prediction show this past Sunday, plus also the one on Tuesday and the one on Wednesday. So the one on Friday. Last night hasn't been counted yet, but hopefully it'll be counted soon. But we do have one download so far for Revolution. So, like I said, that that that's an excellent start. So I'm glad we're starting to see. I'm glad we're starting to see some numbers there, folks. Uh, let's see what we have here in our promotions here, because uh, I've, I've, we've heard a lot of, a lot of comments about our about the promotions that we do as well. We always try to keep every informative on a lot of things. And so far, we don't have anything listed for the promos. But, of course, like I said, that all could change. Like I said, I'm sure it will update in time for... Um, it will update, I'm sure, for uh, for our promo here tomorrow night. Uh, normally, like I said, I know during power hours, sometimes there might be one or two. Let me double-check and see. And so far, we don't have anything listed for it. You don't have anything listed for this show right now, but but that number could change at some point right here down the road. So we can't wait to we can't wait to see, you know, if, if these numbers change. If these numbers change by the by the time our promo hits pops up tomorrow night. But uh, on that note here, folks. Uh, just, uh, just remember, ladies and gentlemen, this is, like I said, our episodes, of course, are always available. Uh, a lot of older ones you can go through the WWS Radio Archives and then, of course, working on trying to get that updated and hopefully we'll get that updated here soon. Of course, there's links on all the pages, of course, especially Revolution and Wolfpack that you can go back and find a certain episode if you want to go back and, and listen to it and all. Uh, even, of course, the most recent one that we did, of course, we did. We did. We've done this week. Um, I said definitely go back and check all of them out because we love to get your thoughts and opinions on everything that is going on. Um, <coughs> we love to get your thoughts on everything that is going on. 
um, right here on the radio network. I'd love to hear your thoughts and comments on uh, anything that we could change, alter, no change, that sort of thing. Please let us know. We'd be more than happy to do that here for you. On that note here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, unfortunately we didn't have anybody else uh, from the uh, from our panel we you have to handle to join us here tonight. But that's okay. Um, um, but like I said, I mean, that's sometimes that is the case. So that's okay. But, uh, of course, you know, Everybody, all, everybody always has things to do. So um, I'm sure that's probably the case. So hopefully, like I said, we'll, we'll next week we'll have some more folks pop on here and join us here to review all of our shows this past for the past week here in the radio network. For the entire panel, way too tough to handle, ladies and gentlemen. This is Mr. WWS Chad Hinchell saying thank you very much for joining us here tonight for episode 75 of WWS Power Hour. And, of course, tomorrow night on our promo, of course, we'll let you know about uh, where you'll be able to find the live videos for Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, Revolution, um, Thursdays, Wolfpack. And also, of course, uh, we'll also let you know about, everything, about uh, of course, our other shows, that uh, Raw Radio, Wrestling Revisited, Outside the Ropes, Wrestling Debate, <coughs> Top Heel Inc., and, of course, uh, uh, Power Hour for, for next Saturday. Power Hour is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com, where we are two years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. Uh, take care of yourselves and each other. Have a very fun and safe weekend, folks. See you in the ring. And as always, here in the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com, God bless everyone, and have a great evening. Good night, all.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.